You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Welcome to Red and Blue Smoke. I am your host, Zach Berry. Joining me, as he always does each week, Greg Jones of LB's Meat Market. Greg, good morning. How are we doing? Awesome. Just uh, got back in town and uh, ready for this uh, open, I mean, well, Alabama, uh, Auburn this weekend. Yeah, uh, Auburn this weekend and uh, then get ready for Texas A&M. So should be a, a good, stre- uh, good stretch to um, win some football games. Off a of bye week, you weren't on a bye week last week. I, I at least took a break from a couple podcasts last week, but you were out busy getting it getting it in. Yeah. Uh, you were uh, some some cuisine related uh, activities. What'd you uh, What'd you get into? Uh, I went to the end of the world, uh, so it's really awesome. So like when you go to the end of the world, your phone doesn't work, or sometimes it works. It depends on the spot, but. Yeah, Venice, uh, Venice, Louisiana, if you don't know where the end of the world is. But, yeah, went down and uh, caught some snapper, caught some redfish. Um, I caught a, a um, Jack Creval, about a 45-pound Jack Creval on light tackle. That took me about 25, 30 minutes. That was pretty awesome in the Mississippi River. Um, man, it's it's awesome to go down there. It's, uh, it's a good time. You kind of – you literally – sometimes you, you literally have the, you know, the um, – Lieutenant Dan moment. You you just it's so pretty out there. You just literally want to get out of the boat and just you know swim out to the sea. So that's kind of, uh, but it's beautiful out there. It's a, it's a good time. I enjoy it. I just looked this up. 
it is nicknamed the end of the world because it is the last community in Louisiana that can be accessed by an automobile. So we get in the boat and there's literally a spot where it's the last point of American territory, you know, United States territory. And we're in international waters. They're like, you see that point? So that's, it's literally like, and what's crazy is there's a, like a tower out there and it's supposedly like, you know, they're on two weeks and two, off two weeks. And it's like, the last point of it's it's wild it's uh but yeah there's some there's some craziness that goes down and down there we went a, a couple alligator went alligator hunting uh that was pretty wild it was literally like an episode of uh swamp swamp people i mean it was wild like uh the uh bullets we ran out of bullets in the 22 and the guy and one of the captains just pulled out his 22 pistol on his hip and handed it to my buddy blackwell and he just literally smoked uh hit the gator twice in the in the in the sweet spot and that gator was dead it's crazy 10 foot alligator unbelievable yeah that's pretty wild i i still see people actually i think it was on the pj tour there was a guy that went up and like touched the gator on the tail and it you know dove into the lake or whatever on the course and i see people all the time they're down in florida and they take pictures of gators I, there is no chance you will ever see me doing that because if those things, oh, I mean, want, like we, the, if they uh, want to, the alligator, yeah, there's no outrunning. The yeah, no, we had the alligator dead in the boat, and I literally at, at times, <laughs> you know, his his Hell arm no. would move. I mean, you know, I'm just sitting there, you know, I'm just like, hey, I'm pretty sure he's dead, but you know, I just, uh, but yeah, my my foot was definitely on top of his head the whole time whenever we were going back, but it was crazy, like the guy got on the front of the boat, had, had the alligator around his shoulders. I mean, it was, it was wild time, man. It's a wild time. Yeah. There's, there's zero chance I will ever be in a boat with an alligator. I mean, I wasn't uncomfortable at all. Like I literally, like I literally was, I had my camp, my buddy's camera and I literally videoed the whole thing. And like, I had a front row seat and I was never, you know, uncomfortable with my life with it, but you know, it was kind of, there was a couple times where every alligator, whenever he said he was dead, he'd move his back leg. So, but no. Mm. What about fishing? Are you can you fish? So, all right. I don't go fishing very often. I did in college a couple times. I, I did. Uh, I was friends with a bunch of rednecks from Nashville, and they would take me out fishing sometimes. And I and I and it was all right. I mean, you go out, sit in a boat, and drink, and and hang out. I'm just not patient enough. Oh, I and, mean, like this is this is action now. This ain't. I mean, this is catching. Well, I was gonna say where you went. It's it, you're probably with some folks that know what they're doing. Which not you know not to dis disparage my friends from Nashville. They knew what they were doing, but uh, it, it always seemed like they were catching everything and I wasn't. But yeah, I'm not super patient, so I don't really care for it. Um, I I, I don't dislike it. Now I will tell you this, Greg. One thing I did enjoy was my redneck friends from Nashville would take me frog gigging a couple times. And that was fun. Oh, hey now. That I was literally wild. almost got, almost got frog legs, uh, and, uh, men and men and doors. Yeah. When we went back, almost got frog legs. Yeah. Frog, frog legs are delicious. Um, but yeah, I'm oh, not, especially I'm not a big, to cook right. Yes. I'm not a, I'm not a big fisherman. Um, I did have a friend that had a boat in college, one of my roommates, and we would go out here and there and just chill and, and hang out. And it, and it was nice. The weather's great. It's, it's pleasant. Um, 
but yeah, I, I'm not I'm not big on it. Now I, I like to eat it. Love fish. Um Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean But yeah, I I was never a big outdoorsy I'll guy. I'll just meet you at up. the golf course that afternoon after I go fishing <laughs> in the morning, you know. That's, yeah, yeah. I'm, well I'm good with that. Yeah, we when it comes to, to like get around the English turn uh at about two o'clock. Uh I, I can be there by two o'clock. <laughs> yeah, I mean we went out snapper fish at like six AM in the morning. Some of the guys like they were like, I was like, Hey guys, let's go. We're time time to go fishing. So I mean, it was I mean you know it was almost kind of like it was almost kind of like fish camp. It was kind of fun. We took some uh, tri tips, smoked some tri tips, and brought a couple uh, wagyu strips, and had a friend put a one sauce on it. Uh, well, I, don't, I wouldn't call him a friend, but well, yeah, I had a guy that I know put a one sauce on my on the wagyu steak, and almost it made me cringe. But that's how he rolls. That's cool. All right, so we covered Alabama cuisine on the Alabama episode, so we're going to pivot a little bit here as we've got some big home games coming up. Vanderbilt, another night game, baby. Full day in the Grove. You can, uh, you know, get lubed up, get that belly full before you head into Vaught-Hemingway Stadium. So we're going to talk, go to Grove food items. So obviously, you know, the uh the LSU folks that are listening in are probably laughing and and screaming in their in their car about how cold chicken tenders is the go-to item. Um but what's your kind of if you're if you're doing a, a tent, um whether it's catering or you're just with friends, what was always your kind of go-to thing that that you would bring to the grove? I mean, I'm a dip kind of guy. I like like yes. uh, that that buffalo cheese dip that you that you like. Uh, I mean, you know, I I, I like uh, you know finger fi- uh, sandwiches. I mean, like there's some pimento cheese sandwiches or chicken salad sandwiches. It, it's you know I like finger food, but I, I, honestly, what I usually do with if there's a cold chicken tender around. And there's a dip. I usually kind of make a little pimento cheese, like kind of like the new Chick Fil A pimento cheese, chi- you know, chicken sandwich. It's not bad. Kind of make your own little slider because I know mm-hmm. there's some options. Because if you can take that, if there's a ham sandwich slider, definitely put that chicken tender on that ham sandwich slider. I, and it gives you more room on your plate. Yeah, absolutely, and. Yeah, I'm big on like a give give me a sandwich tray, like that's that's handheld. And, you know, Chick-fil-A I don't need a plate. Always a good sign. Chick fil A tray is always something. Yeah, and you know what? Like that's always the thing with me. It's like okay, people want to crack jokes about cold chicken tenders, but you ain't turning down a cold chicken tender. You're eating it for sure. That's it's not funny. like it's terrible. I mean, sure, especially if hot. there's that Polynesian or that Chick fil A sauce running around there. Oh yeah, I'm I'm big on the uh, sriracha sauce they got. I think that's good. Yeah, I've had the new Sriracha Ranch from Wendy's. That's uh, pretty solid. Ooh, I haven't had that. I'll have to uh, have to try that one. Um, yeah, I mean, so, I'm big on dips too. Like, dude, if you can, it's hard to screw it up. But a good buffalo chicken dip is tough to beat. Yeah, and you got to be. I mean, you can't do like I wouldn't recommend doing a shrimp dip unless there's some ice, unless it's sitting in some ice, or you can set it in the cooler, and you could like maybe say. You can only give the shrimp dip to the people you like. They're like, "Oh, I got a little shrimp dip back here in the back. If you want to try?" Yeah, I, you, especially if it's if it's still hot outside, man, you can't let that sit out and get get hot. 
What like time it, are you drinking your first drink when you go to the Grove? I mean, if you didn't have the uh, kids, you know, it was like, you know, say just your average. Yeah, like it, like in school when I, should, I was. I should ask this new kid that I just hired what time he, he's a. Uh, He's been talking. Uh, I think he lives in a fraternity house. Kind of funny. Yeah, I um, if I when I was in, when I was an undergrad, if it was an early morning, we're out there getting the um, uh, because you know Friday night we 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 do the do the run, get our spot. Saturday morning, me and my either both of my roommates or one of my roommates, we'd get out there early, set up the table. We'd get the satellite set up, and then we, um, depending on game time, we'd eat, if it was a night game, we'd go back to the house, get food, coolers, TV, bring it back. Um, I'm probably once we're in the Grove and we have our you know post game transportation set up. Um, normally, if we did not have you know, somebody to drive us, we would take, we would rotate home games on who was driving home. Um, so that is, is a factor there where if I'm having to drive everybody home, I'm, I'm taking it easy. I'm probably doing a screwdriver. I don't know, yeah. I was about to ask 10 a.m. Is it a screwdriver or bloody man? I'm more of a screwdriver guy. I, I don't dislike bloodies, but if I, if I have my choice, I'm going screwdriver. You know, I kind of like the screwdrivers idea just because you can put a um, a high noon in there and you can, you know, add 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 some, you know, more alcohol and flavor to it. Just I can't just do plain vodka and orange juice. I got to have some kind of a like a splitzer, well, you know, splitzer uh, screwdriver. I and and I, and I and I go traditional orange juice. Like if you if you're fancy and you got pineapple juice, I might do that. But but I like a oh, good wow. I like a good uh as Michael Scott would say, an orange juice vodka. Um I like to do Bloody Mary first. Okay. Like yeah, get, it's a good get, base. Just to get me going, you know, because you know it's, it is it, you know, it does have a lot of uh, nutrition, you know, in the in the Bloody Mary. So get that hot sauce, it definitely um gets you going. Yeah, and then yeah, I probably it's a cold weather game. I'll switch to bourbon. Um, but when it's hot outside, man, I was just domestics. I was just sticking to cold beer when it's hot because I don't know. I yeah, I had I, no I, shame. I I literally drank a beer at like six fifteen Friday morning. <laughs> and there's just no I mean, but we were going I mean, like I I'm I'm kind of trying to be like a good social drinker, you know. Like I feel like when you get on a boat with, you know, with your buddies, uh, I feel like, you know, you don't have to, and you don't have to worry about anything. I feel like, you know, the captain wants you there at 6 a.m. I feel like 6.15 might be a good time once the boat gets out, you know, in the main water. I feel like, you know, that's a good time to crack a beer. That's usually about 6.15. Yeah, I would say like the Grove and if you're golfing, that's when it's cool to, uh, now I've done. Let's see the Crack uh, one seven a.m. is the quickest one I've done because uh, we usually tee off in that Cleveland six man. It's like at seven a.m. and it's just hard not to drink a beer whenever you don't you, you don't tee off. You know, I don't know. It's just I guess that's just casual for me. I typically will go first 
first tee ball, get to the second shot, hit that, and then crack one heading to the green. And there's a, always a friend that uh, doesn't drink a beer until they birdie. Oh, wow. like I went, uh, like Blackwell. He told me he wasn't going to drink a beer until he caught a fish. So we'll say he was pretty thirsty for about the first hour on Friday. We we play in a big uh big scramble over in Milan, Tennessee, and uh. It's just a little chicken scratch. It's it's a lot of fun. The people up there are great, and they've got a great little dive bar connected to the uh, to the clubhouse. Do they need Do they need a hole sponsor? Because LBs can travel. Yeah. No. Absolutely. We'll be there next year all, if you want to do it. A hole sponsorship. I'm, if I can play, that'd be even better. Yeah. Absolutely. They got so what we usually do, <laughs> which is a tad aggressive, but this is you know our big, you know, scramble event for me and a bunch of my buddies, we, we typically hit up some, uh, some screwball before we tee off. Yeah. I'm a, I like that screwball. It's good. It's, it's good. It, 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 it doesn't sound like it would be good, but it's delicious. I'm trying to think what the drink they were ma- making with the screwball. They had a, uh, bushwhacker that was really good. And I usually put mm. a screwball and a fireball in there like there's not enough alcohol already in it you know so okay <laughs> but just kind of like that kind of like a, a, a i don't know it was really good i okay so going back to uh, the growth food yeah we got what's your, to start drinking. <laughs> no it's fine what's your <laughs> catering to the grove um I would, you know, I, I would definitely do jalapeno poppers and duck poppers, you know, and just whenever they're gone, they're gone. Like, yeah, you know, probably do like two dozen each. Yeah. And then, like, I'll say this, I, my my four year old went to uh, one of his good buddies birthday parties on Sunday and the parents had barbecue catered, which you can't go wrong with like just a, you know, pulled pork sandwich and some sides. I mean, that's. Everybody likes barbecue, right? I mean, that's that's easy. Um, you could do. I think uh, to to make everybody happy, you got to do a pan of mac and cheese. Yeah, I, no, I mean everybody likes mac and cheese. Uh, well, just... if you, especially if you have kids there, that that always helps. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then it seems like every kid in America likes mac and cheese. Yes, for sure. Uh, you could also you can't go wrong with like getting you know a couple dozen wings. Wings are easy; they're handheld. Most, maybe most those people... hot dog, maybe those hot dogs would be really good. I think. Yeah. Just cut, um, either, just cut it in half. Make a make a hot dog. Just cut it in half, and then just put your little small put some condiments out there, and who could whoever because I didn't know that's such a big deal about the ketchup and mustard thing. I didn't realize that was such a big deal. <laughs> Uh, it, look, I, I'm, I'm, I'm biased cause I, cause I love the place and it's one of my favorites. Uh, I, I go there every time I'm back in Oxford, but you can't go wrong with a good, just hummus plate, hummus trio oh, from Volta, yeah. like just some pita bread, some pimento and cheese dip. Pimento cheese and that Ooh. I thought they made, which they don't No, Well, they don't, yes, they make it. No. I mean, you can order that. Yeah. Oh, okay. So um, I, I hate to let the cat out the bag. It's so bad. I mean, it's good. Um, and then now they got the margarita mix by the gallon. You just oh, throw in the t- throw in the tequila. 
Um, so yeah, if you're wanting to get, you know, get a little, to, there's a know, lot of margarita. I mean, you can, you can literally, if you want to, I honestly think a couple chicken on the sticks, if you can get them fresh that morning. Yeah. And dude, yeah. I mean, just hammer some gas station food, honestly. Like that's, that's something See, I'm that I'm a big potato log guy. I love a good potato, potato, potato log. Oh, first, sure. anything, potato logs, egg rolls, pizza sticks, taquitos. Um, that was always my favorite thing to tell people in, uh, when I lived in like New York or Chicago and explaining like gas station food is like a real thing. And they were just blown away by that but it is very yeah, much like, a real people thing. show up and be like hey this is what we like to eat when we get shit-faced <laughs> I, I mean yeah or, or or sober in this case if you're just getting yeah, to the grove I mean, or sober yeah yes yes clap a couple couple potato logs and then i mean if it's a if it's a morning game or you're out there early just a good breakfast sandwich can't can't go wrong with a sausage biscuit or bacon egg and cheese or a chicken biscuit um uh, kolaches, big kolache guy from Community Donuts. Give them a little shout out. Okay, I do like Kolach. a kolache. Very they good. Do, they, have, um, they have a good jalapeno and cheese kolache. That's really good. Yeah, and look, if you want to fancy it up, a good charcuterie board. Just some some deli meat and cheese. Easy, easy thing to bring to the Grove, and then, um, you know, hey, I, I'm big on sides. Like I love a good side, and just get some, you know. Some pasta salad, or like some macaroni yeah, salad out about, there. I was just about to say pasta salad. Get a good pasta salad. I mean, it's just you can't go wrong. I like, like I always say, I I always have opinions on food. I love are talking you, are food. You doing chandelier or no chandelier? <laughs> no, no chandelier. <laughs> the 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 uh, the outlets are reserved for the uh, the satellite dish and the TV. I agree. Um, yeah, I but yeah, like what you like, man. Take 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 to the grove whatever you feel is necessary to get your sustenance before you uh indulge in the uh the extracurriculars. So um as far as like your your offerings at LB's, what what would you say is probably the best way to go if you are if LB's is catering your growth tent, like if you're taking stuff from your shop, what are your what are your best bets? Well, definitely going to do the stuffed mushrooms. That's a super big hit. Uh, my mom will probably do a million spinach and cheese, and they'll all look the same. It'll be really crazy. Um, she'll do the ribeye sausage uh, and cream cheese mushroom. Definitely do those stuffed mushrooms. I mean, they're really easy. You can you know bake them in the oven. We'll, we'll just you can just spoon them on a plate. So definitely do that. The jalapeno poppers and the duck poppers, definitely do that. Do a combo like that. Uh, the bacon wrap asparagus, I don't know, maybe not. I think the uh, what would be really good at the Grove is I would take our twice baked potato and uh, uh, cook it and cut it in half and put cheese on each half, and then you could take a little half of a, a twice baked potato. Uh, we just mm. started doing the lane train kebabs. So uh, oh. what I do is I take the lane train and I cut it into four pieces and wrap them in bacon. Uh, the first round I did uh, mushroom and a whole jalapeno. A lot of people said it was too spicy. Just don't eat the jalapeno if it's if you think it's spicy. But uh, I put it in the air fryer for like 10 minutes at 400 degrees and it was perfect. It was really, really good. 
Um, so we started doing that and you can do that chicken kebab. We did that. Uh, we started doing um, boneless, skinless chicken thighs, cutting them up in little pieces and doing pepper and Hoover sauce. So you can do a couple kebabs to go on uh, to do the to do the LB's um, tent. And I think you uh, for sure you've got to do some beef, just straight up slices of beef, probably maybe that tri-tip. Just smoke a couple, about four or five tri-tips. Just slice them whenever somebody wants to slice it. Put a nice little cutting board, nice little um, area to where you can slice that tri-tip. I think uh, either do the pork tenderloin, the bacon wrap uh, tenderloin, pork tenderloin or the uh, yeah I would probably do the tenderloin that way you have a beef and a pork option um, and then yeah you're good on chicken with the chicken kebabs maybe do some you know spoke a couple chicken breasts you know that Joyce Farms chicken breast is a you know it's not a huge chicken breast so um, but you you know get it to slice it up so I think that covers everything yeah Maybe some uh, sliders. Definitely got to do some sliders. Maybe some smoky bacon sliders. Um, maybe do that uh, Hawaiian, the the dozen slider roll, and then put the smoky bacon burger, cheese, grill those onions, kind of make it like a crystal burger. I'm Ooh, a big yeah. crystal guy. I'm a big crystal guy. But if you make your homemade crystal, like at, instead of you know paying for it, it's really, really good. So we started do, uh, doing lunches on Thursday and Friday. And on, uh, we always do the smoky bacon burger. And what I do now, and you you can just ask me, but uh, what I did the other day is I put some chopped up onions and did those first, and then set the burger on top of the uh, the chopped up onions, and then just mashed it down, and then just put a pot over it and put some cheese on it, and just kind of let it grill for about you know two, three or four minutes, and then just scooped it up and put it on a bun. It was really good. I, dude, it, we are recording this around lunchtime, so this is this is good content and and good timing because I'm I'm getting hungry talking about it. Um, all right. Speaking of hungry, after the break, we're gonna get into Ole Miss and Auburn. You know the Tigers are hungry to try to get back into the win column, and Ole Miss, fresh off the bye, is looking to improve to six and one and stay on pace for a. Uh, a chance at the SEC West title and a outside shot at the playoff. You heard it. You heard it right. They they still have a shot. So take our first break. When we get back more with Greg and we'll talk Ole Miss and Auburn. Hang tight. Are you looking at cutting your health insurance premiums by as much as 20 to 30%? Are you aging into Medicare and need help finding a Medicare supplement plan? Call Drew Moak of USA Benefits Group at 601-953-8449. Drew is an Ole Miss grad located in Mississippi and licensed in seven states. He works with the nation's second largest health insurance brokerage with access to 35 different carriers, and he can help you with any of your health insurance needs. From regular health plans to life insurance to dental and vision and even Medicare, he has it all covered. Now more than ever, it is critical to have a health insurance agent who is local and accessible. So call Drew Moak at 601 601- 953-8449 and get your free quote today. Cooler temperatures are right around the corner, and as I like to say, it's the perfect time to play around a golf. And if you're looking for a premier golf course in Northwest Mississippi or the Memphis, Tennessee area, go to Cherokee Valley Golf Club in Olive Branch, 15 minutes from the Memphis International Airport. With those cooler temps, you might want to stay warm and comfortable on the course this fall 
Go in the clubhouse and check out their new selection of outerwear from Travis Matthew and FootJoy, including FootJoy's new lightweight hoodie. This 18-hole par 72 course includes four sets of tees to accommodate all players and has 11 lakes, 52 bunkers, and the wide Zoysia fairways and extra-large champion Bermuda greens and clean roughs make for an excellent opportunity every single time to post a number. If you need a premier golf experience in the Mid-South, go to Cherokee Valley Golf Club. Call them at 662-893-4444 or check them out, olivebranchgolf.com. The signs of summer are here. Freshly mowed grass, days in the water at the ballpark, and all the rest on the golf course. Well, that's how we do it over here at Oxford and Ole Miss anyway. And PXG Golf Apparel is here to make sure you're locked and loaded for round after round at University Course or Oxford Country Club. PXG has taken its mission to create the most high-quality, high-performance golf clubs in the game to their new line of apparel as well. With PXG Apparel, there's something for everyone. From pants, polos, and sweaters to hats, joggers, and skirts. You'll usually find me with a hat on my head. And PXG has nailed the fitted breathable. And my navy goes with pretty much anything. So don't wait another second. Elevate your style game on and off the course with the PXG Spring Summer 2024 Collection. Head over to pxg.com TOC and use promo code TOC for Talk of Champions at checkout to save 10% on all apparel. That's pxg.com TOC, code TOC for Talk of Champions to save 10% on apparel. PXG, a proud sponsor of the Talk of Champions Podcast Network. It's concert season. And concert season is all about the boots. Already, Oxford and Ole Miss have seen Morgan Wallen lighted up at Vaught-Hemingway Stadium. Ole Miss football star and Talk of Champions podcaster Jared Ivey bemoaned how his boots were lacking. He should have gone with Tecovis, the only stop for the Ole Miss fan and the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings for the spring and summer, including timeless, always-on-trend styles in men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. Stop by your local Tacova store and have a complimentary drink or two on the house while you shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service, and many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. The sun's a shining in Oxford, Mississippi. Cookouts in the Grove, beer showers. It's just the very best time for an Ole Miss Rebel to get out and get going. Carry front door peace of mind with you everywhere you go with Ufi Video Lock. Never has home security been so easy. Ufi Video Lock, an all-in-one security device for your front door, allows you to keep an eye on everything back home. And it's so easy. Installation requires only a screwdriver, so ditch those house keys forever and give Eufy Video Lock a try today. There's no monthly fee, and Eufy Video Lock has customer support on standby 247 to help you with any and all home security needs. Go ahead, have your home as fun in the sun with the assurance your home is in good hands with Eufy Video Lock. Eufy Video Lock's built-in camera can tell you who's at your front door from the comfort of your poolside chair. So search Eufy Video Lock today. That's E-U-F-Y Video Lock. Or visit ufeofficial.com slash video lock to see how you can gain complete control of your door. That's Ufe Video Lock, a proud sponsor of this, the Talk of Champions Podcast Network.
And we are back here on Red and Blue Smoke with Greg Jones of LB's Meat Market. All right. Traveling to the Plains, a place that is never friendly to the Ole Miss Rebels. As history shows, three wins in Auburn since 1999. It's crazy to say that out loud, but it is true. As we are recording this, Ole Miss is a six and a half point favorite over the host Auburn Tigers, <clears throat> who are really struggling. After whipping Stanford and sneaking out of Berkeley with a win, they've lost three straight. AM, Georgia, and LSU. Georgia was close. Georgia kind of played with their food a little bit. One by seven. Uh, they were beat by AM uh 27-10, and then just suffered a 30-point loss in Death Valley. It's kind of turning quickly on Hugh Freeze. Doesn't have a quarterback, doesn't seem to trust either quarterback, and the run game has been pretty non-existent. Um, but the big thing for me, Greg, is they just don't have those dudes on defense like they normally do year in, year out. But what's your what's your feel on this game as we record this on Wednesday heading into Saturday? Yeah, I just – I feel like, you know, it seems like they've got some personnel issues over there in Auburn. You know, obviously, you know, Hugh Freeze's coaches a different, you know, style of people that they've had there. And I just – you know, you look at situations with the NIL and the transfer portal, I mean, uh, Colorado literally did a whole new team. So, I mean, you know, like whenever a new coach comes up to a new school, it's kind of hard for, for them to be like, hey, look, we need to get rid of everybody. You know, none of these guys work for my system. So you kind of got to look at that angle. So I think Freeze is kind of working with what he's got. And you, like you were saying, he doesn't have a quarterback. Whenever he was coaching and he was, uh, you know, at other schools, you look at Ole Miss. He had Bo Wallace and uh, you look at Liberty. He had, what's the kid's name? Uh, Wilkes. Uh, Malik Willis, yeah. Yeah, so it's just, you know, you are who your quarterback is, and they don't, just really don't have a good quarterback. So, um, I and I think it's just a personnel issue, and they're, you know, you can't wave the magic wand and let you know, let them know that this is this guy's not going to work here and this guy's not going to work there whenever, you know, that supposedly, you know. Anyway, long story short, uh, I just – Man, I, I think Ole Miss, I know they've had bad luck. You know, I actually went to the uh, Auburn game where uh, Oakman IU dropped it in the end zone. And, man, that was wild. That was – I mean, I, I can I can to this day think of how quiet that stadium got whenever that guy – whenever he dropped it in the end zone. And, uh, you know, you've got to have that luck, you know, when you go there. Um I, I feel like if we if we can't be sluggish when we come out the gate, you know, coming off the bye week, we needed it. It actually came at the perfect time. We needed some people to get better and get uh, healthier and that sort of thing. So, I mean, who knows? But I, you just got to come out in the first quarter. I really feel like, you know, while we had trouble with Arkansas is, you know, whenever we, we got the ball uh, come a second half and we have just made a quick three and out, and we punted. So whenever that happens, it literally the other team can control the game. They can run it twelve times. You know, it's just try to keep that offense off the field. But we can't have any three and outs. We've got to keep the tempo of the game up. But uh, of course, it seems like no matter how bad Auburn's quarterback is, we go down there. He, he plays like Joe Montana. But uh, you just gotta, you know, don't make mistakes. 
you know, you can't have uh, stupid penalties. You can't have, you know, 10 penalties for 100-some-odd yards and turn the ball over two or three times and expect to win. So, just feel like, uh, you know, we just got to come out the gate early. If you, you know, can come out the gate early, take the ball, score that open and drive, that's going to be huge. But just can't do the three and out. You know, and I know Freeze is probably – written down this uh game on the you know on the uh schedule for a hot minute but you know you can't you can't um you can't coach uh mad so i, I think that that might go to our advantage so i don't know i think the long story short i feel like it's going to be a tight game but hopefully we can make plays at the end of the game and uh the defense can do the bend but not break against lsu and against arkansas and make some plays whenever need be and uh get out of there it's just uh this is kind of the stretch of the uh, schedule. You kind of – you just – the Arkansas game was perfect because um, we needed – you know, we just needed to win the game. It didn't matter how many touchdowns or score that we covered the spread. We just needed to win the game. And that's another thing I, I think that the team might realize that, hey, we just need to go to Auburn and get a win. doesn't matter what it, you know, looks like on paper. We just need to, you know, get a win. So, hopefully we can get a win, come back and get Vanderbilt next week and – you know, have that big weekend against Texas A&M. Yeah, I think the big thing for me, I always say defense and run game travels. And like you said, strike early and often, get the crowd out of it early. I think if Ole Miss goes up 14 nothing, you know, get a couple scores, get some stops, I think uh, the crowd will quiet down a little bit. And then all the pressure's on, on Auburn to keep up. And I just – they can't keep pace. If Ole Miss – takes care of the football, executes offensively, I think Pete Golding and that defense will be ready and they'll be able to get some stops because Auburn just hasn't been able to generate any offense against anyone with a pulse. You know, they put up a bunch of points against Sanford, um, but, I mean, Cal has a good defense. They couldn't – they scored 14 against them. And then we saw what happened against A&M and against LSU. So, I think if you get pressure on their quarterbacks early – get stops, and Jackson Dart and company take care of the football and uh, and execute, I think Ole Miss can get out of there with a win. And at this point, it's just survive in advance. You know, it doesn't matter if it's ugly. Win an SEC road game and move on. So, um, yeah, I think you build some momentum, like you said, going into Vandy next week and then A&M at home. And then, hey, lay your cards out on the table. Eight and one going into Georgia. Who knows what can happen, right? Yeah, and another thing, I think the bye week comes at a perfect time. I would be worried if this was, you know, if we we, you know, we just got done playing Arkansas and then we play all, at Auburn. So I feel like the uh, the bye week's going to help out a lot. And uh, if we if we jump on them early and often, they they you know had a pretty rough road. Um, so um, I feel like it's um, with the game the way it is now, it's a morale thing. So if you get on them, I think you, they might lay down. Uh, who knows? But um, I, I, I just see if we can get on them early and often, like you said, uh, we shouldn't have a problem, but you know, it's, it's all mess and crazier things have happened. And, uh, you know, it, but if there's anything or anything that we can get done and have one more point than they are, we'll be good and move on to the next week. Final score prediction. You got one for me. Honestly, I feel like the, if the offense is, you know, rested up and, you know, they jump on them early, I feel like it could e easily be 42-28. Um, I just uh, – I feel like we could score a lot of points on the defense on, in the third and fourth quarter because 
you know, we're a little bit on the, fr- on the fresher side. And uh, if we get a turnover early, who knows? I mean, that's part, that it, it's it's a morale thing uh, uh, with the game now. I think you know, if you get a early in, uh, fumble, you get an early you know big run and everything like that. I think that definitely helps the the morale of the t- of everything. So I think I feel like if you can jump on them early and often, you can cruise on this thing. So I, I feel like 42, 45, you know, twenty eight, uh, and just you know maybe that's a garbage touchdown late for Auburn. All righty. I tend to agree. I don't know if Auburn will score that much, but I'm starting to feel like this is a statement win for Ole Miss, and they make a big announcement on the road, get to 6-1, and one, and keep pace with Alabama atop the SEC West. So um, I agree with you there. All right, final break. On the other side, we're going to get into the rest of Week 8 in the SEC, give our picks. So hang tight. We'll be right back. This podcast also comes to you thanks to Bluff City Advisory Group, Memphis's leading team of finance professionals who can provide advanced assistance with financial planning, pension, and qualified plan support, and business and estate planning strategies as well. Former Ole Miss Rebel and founding partner Ben Still, along with his elite-level customer service team, make it their goal to help you meet the ongoing demands of your financial needs. Learn about this and more at bluffcityadvisory.com. Introducing the new and improved BNA Bank mobile app. From setting transaction alerts and tracking your spending habits to managing travel plans and turning off a lost or stolen debit card, you can take care of all of it in the new BNA mobile app. At BNA Bank, we know that life moves pretty fast, and we have the mobile technology to keep up with your life on the go. BNA Bank, local, invested, modern banking. And we are back here, final segment on Red and Blue Smoke as we look at week eight in the SEC. Starting at 11 a.m. on ESPN, the Mississippi State Bulldogs travel to Fayetteville to take on Arkansas. We were talking about Auburn and their skid. Man, it has been a brutal five weeks for Arkansas. Close loss to BYU at home. Lose at LSU by three. Lose two A and M by twelve, by seven to Ole Miss, and then last week, man, they had a chance against Alabama and couldn't get it done. Hogs are now two and five. Mississippi State three and three. Arkansas is only given six here. I don't know about you, Greg, but Will Rogers is out, and I just, I, I told David Brandt this on our show on Tuesday. I feel like the players love Sam Pittman and they play for Sam Pittman. I don't think they're ready to just lie down just yet. And it's at home. I kind of like the hogs here to win. And I'm not going to say running away, but I think they handle Mississippi state. I think that KJ Jefferson will be good enough. They found a couple things things uh, offensively with um, some of their, uh, some of their tight ends, wideouts have played really well. Um, they had good games against Ole Miss, Andrew Armstrong, Isaac Tesla, Ty Washington. I think they're going to do enough. And KJ Jefferson's just, in my opinion, good enough to beat Mississippi State at home in Fayetteville. So um, it's not nearly like Venice, Louisiana at the end of the world, but Fayetteville's way over there. That's a long yeah. trip for Mississippi State. So I, I like the Razorbacks here. 
Yeah, I do too. And I, I feel like, uh, you know, state's still looking for an identity. And now that Rogers is out, you know, what is their identity? They're just going to try to run the ball or whatnot. So I don't know. I just, you, you kind of feel bad for Arkansas because they're a couple plays away from, you know, actually having a whole different record. So uh, I just feel like they roll here, but I kind of like the over if anything. Yeah, I don't hate that either. I think um, we'll see what Mike Wright can do in that offense. Um, the Vandy transfer, he will be under center for the Bulldogs. Um, but, yeah, I, I like Arkansas in this spot. I think they've got at least one or two more in them before uh, it really collapses over there for them. Um, all right, 2.30 CBS revenge spot after last year's upset. Number 17, Tennessee travels to number 11, Alabama. Alabama given nine and a half here. Kind of feel like this is the Crimson Tides to lose. I, I just, I don't think Tennessee can do enough offensively. Um, now, I think this will be relatively low scoring as I, I feels like Alabama's kind of figured out their identity at this point. And they're just going to run the football and be physical and play defense. Um, you know, can Tennessee protect Joe Milton? Dallas Turner's having a heck of a year. Coming off the edge, he has seven sacks, I believe, on the season. Um, are they going to be able to protect Milton? And, um, you know, who's going to step up for Tennessee? Brew McCoy's out for the year. They don't really have a playmaker on the outside. Um, I, I don't want to say it's falling apart for Tennessee, but I feel like this is a spot where Alabama just kind of leans on them and, and wins. Yeah, I like them. I think Alabama rolls here. I just uh... – you know, Alabama had a couple losses early, and you know they 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 steady the course and uh, get it done. But yeah, I, they're they're a good football team, and they found their identity with the running and playing defense. So uh, I think they can shut down Tennessee on the offense. So and plus, it's at Danny uh, at Alabama. It's tough to go there and win. Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, nine and a half is a lot. I don't. I, Maybe you got to watch out for a backdoor cover here with Tennessee. Maybe they uh, sneak one in the end zone late and cover. But I like Alabama to win. So if I was if I was going to do anything, I would you know, maybe the under. But um, I think it's at what is it forty eight and a half? Yeah, forty eight and a half. I mean, maybe this is like a just a boa constrictor game for Alabama where they win. You know. 28-10. What's the rest of like what's that. the rest of their schedule looking like? Do they have any Alabama? Do they have do they have any scares? LSU for sure, just because LSU's just gonna score the hell out of it. Um at Kentucky could be kind of weird. Yeah. Kroger Field, it can get a little rowdy over there if it's a night game, and then they got at Auburn, which is, you know, maybe freeze can muster up yeah. some kind I mean, of if effort. You're, if you're it's, old, it's, it's in it's in Auburn it. too. If you're the Ole Miss, you just gotta think about yourself, care about, worry about yourself, and get get to all get to get to Georgia at eight. And what will be eight and one if they get at Georgia? Yeah, Ole Miss takes care of business this weekend. Beats Vandy, beats A and M, eight and one heading into uh, Athens. Yeah, that'd be a really really big game. Yeah, we'll we'll get into that um, after we do our picks. But yeah, we both like Alabama here. This one, man, just a. Uh, Two teams going in completely different directions here. South Carolina travels to Columbia, Missouri. The battle for Columbia. Mizzou looks for real. 20th in the country, 6-1. and one. They uh, stormed back in Lexington last week. Handle business there. 
Um, they are giving South Carolina seven here. I'm going to lay the points and take Missouri. I, I just don't know if South Carolina can do enough here. And it, it, Spencer Rattler's had a hell of a season. He's trying. He he has to literally do everything for them. And I just don't know if they can muster up enough to win in Columbia. Yeah, I like Missouri to roll. Yeah, that's yeah. I think that's that's enough analysis there for us. Um, yeah, I do. I mean, like it just it, it's. I mean, you look at Spencer Rattler. Just think if he was at Alabama. I mean, you know, where would where would Alabama would be? Oh yeah, I mean he much better. I mean, maybe they maybe they don't beat Texas, but I mean they're still better offensively because. Milro has his limitations. Um, all right, it's not an SEC game, but Army at LSU. The spread is thirty. Do we think LSU covers thirty against Army? No, I'm going to take Army. Okay, okay, all right. I think they can. They run. Don't they run the ball? I think they run the ball. So they, I believe. They're not, not hundred. I'm not a hundred percent. I feel like they have switched up a little bit. They probably still run some variation of the, the triple option, but I think they actually do some shotgun now. I think Navy still rolls with the, with it. Yeah, it's it's a different. Yeah, it's a different very. It's a new head coach. Um, Niamatololo is not there anymore, but they still runs. A, you know, basically the option from the shotgun. But yeah, Army is. They got shut out last week by Troy, but they've scored 24 against BC. 16 against Syracuse. They put up 37 on UTSA. Ah, man, 30 is a lot, but a and is LSU just going to care enough? Is my question. Like, are they going to put the backups in in the second half? What time is that game? It's a 6:30 SEC Network. Ooh. And they do have a bye, but then you got Alabama on deck. So I mean, they can they can empty the clip and then get to the bye week. So maybe they. Maybe they I think, on. I would think the a first half bet on LSU would be a good bet. Yeah, I agree there. Um, you know, this is a question of whether or not Brian Kelly, you know, respects the troops here or not. Um I don't it, it may not matter. They may not even try to run it up, but Army just may not be able to stop them. But yeah, a first half bet's probably a good one. Um if you can get like a first half team total for LSU, I'd probably jump on it. Because I mean, it, they've got, they've, got so dude, they, many, they've uh, scored on it. Bets. They've scored on everybody. They've got so many prop bets right now. It's crazy. All right, so let's let, let's get into it as we close here. I, I talked about it a couple times this week with Ben Garrett and with David Brandt. You can find both of those conversations on the Talk of Champions podcast network. We talked about it. I I don't think it's crazy to say that Ole Miss could have a real shot at going 11 and one, especially with the Brock Bowers news that broke on Monday. I think he's done. I, I don't think he plays for Georgia again. He doesn't need to. He has nothing left to prove to NFL GMs. He's going to make a lot of money very soon. I don't know if he risks, if he's going to risk it. Um, and, and also just the, the recovery timeline. I mean, is he going to be back ready a hundred percent for the Ole Miss game? That's November 11th. Uh, the, the tightrope surgery timeline is typically four to six weeks, depending on, you know, the individual, some people can recover in three weeks. Some people it takes six or seven. So, um, without Brock Bowers, that Georgia offense is not super explosive and they don't scare you. Um, but yeah, if Ole Miss goes 11 and one, that's a legit shot at the playoff. No, I agree. Definitely. I mean, because 
Who I mean, they'll have to play Georgia again in the SEC championship, right? Yeah, that's that's the thing. Is like for me, if you go eleven and one, and let's say Bama wins out or whatever, and you know they go to Atlanta, who cares? I mean, you would rather have the the extra week off, and you know you don't have to beat Georgia. How again. many teams are in the playoff this year? It's just the four still, but I was still four. Okay. The Big Ten teams are going to beat each other. I still think the ACC is up for grabs. North Carolina's legit. Florida State's good, but they still got to play Clemson. And then there's an ACC title game, too. Pac-12, you know, can Washington run the table? If they get a loss, you're probably going to see Oregon-Washington again in the Pac-12 title game. So one of those teams will have a, you know, either a one or – there'll be a one or a two-loss team. I don't know. I, I, I still have my questions about Oklahoma. They would play in the Big 12 title game, so it could work out. Now you got to win. You got to win first. You got to go eleven and one first. Um, but yeah, because Oklahoma probably doesn't have anything scary left. Uh let's 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 give it a look. Um, right. Uh, I mean Oklahoma State, but they're terrible. They have they probably TCU maybe. So they play UCF this weekend, which. Yeah. Unless John Rice Plumley is going to go off, I don't see them tripping up there. Uh, I think he's play... I think he's back this week. Oh, okay. I think well, Gus. I'll, t- I'll take the over. <laughs> yeah, I think Gus said he's back. Um, they go to Kansas at Oklahoma State, who all of a sudden has a pulse. Then they host West Virginia. This is a tricky one here, Greg. At BYU on November eighteenth. Yeah, I'm not worried about that. At elevation. Never know. And then they close the year with TCU, who's bad. Um, I, I don't know. Here's 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 a fun trivia question for you. Can you tell me who is second in the Big Twelve right now? Kansas. Incorrect. No, Texas. Incorrect. To be fair, I saw this yesterday and laughed Texas because Tech? I would never guess it. No. It's. The Iowa State Cyclones at four and three. They are three and one in the Big Twelve right now. They are in second place. Texas is Texas is in in third. They're two and one in the Big Twelve. Yeah, I saw that yesterday and was like, wow. Um, So you imagine you have to think we're going to get Oklahoma Texas part two. Um, Texas Texas should that'll be like that'll be like a quarterfinal game. Like a lot of this stuff's going to be a quarterfinal game, like in quarterfinal games. Yeah, the the conference championships, yeah, are like playing games. Um, well, I mean, there's going to be some like I would think, like I said, if 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 Ole Miss can run the table, and I mean I, that would basically be you know almost no because uh, if Alabama won out, they they uh, yeah man, they really need to extend this playoff out really bad. Yeah, I, and it's going to happen. Uh, I think this is a good year for it where you're going to have so many one-loss teams that have a, have a real shot and a case. Because if you think about it, let's say Ole Miss does go 11-1. That's a resume where you've got a loss on the road to a top 10, maybe a top 5 Alabama team, and you have a win over then number 1 Georgia on the road, and you play in the SEC. And if you're 11-1 at that point, the storylines are, you know, Lane Kiffin's, a coach of the year candidate, you know, maybe Jackson Dart 
has some big games. Maybe he's a dark horse Heisman guy. Um, so the the storylines, the intrigue is there. But again, you got to get there first. But I, at this point, I don't think it's crazy because Georgia has looked mortal. Brock Bowers is out. It's there for the taking. I mean, that's the thing for me is if if, if you're Ole Miss and you're eight and one, man, just go to Athens and just let it all hang out. There's no pressure. Just just try whatever you've got in the holster, whatever you've got deep in that playbook. Just fire it all at Kirby Smart. That would be wild. That would be the most Ole Miss thing for them to go eleven and one and not make the playoff. Yeah, and you know, at that point, it's just you know, sure you had a chance to beat Bama, but you didn't. But still, eleven and one, you're getting a high caliber access bowl, a chance to go twelve and one, most wins ever for an Ole Miss team in the history of the program. Hey, so be it. Get ready for 2024, and you know the playoff is potentially, you know, expanded by then. So, um, was Dark so yeah. coming? Would Dark come back? So that's an interesting point. So if, if Ole Miss is eleven and one, you have to imagine he's playing at a high level. You know what are the what are the scouts saying? What are what are GMs telling him? You know, is he going to do a pro day and you know get some feedback? You know, what's he going to do? Um, he could come back, um, but at, at eleven and one, I'd imagine he's having a hell of a year. I think he probably takes his chances. But if he doesn't and he comes back, then who, buddy, you're cooking with gas in 2024. Well, you got to think about all the quarterbacks that are going in the draft. It is a really good quarterback draft. Well, supposedly Caleb Williams is going to stay in because he's getting paid more money to stay and play or something. Out there, the, the, re- some kind of wild quote. the most recent thing I saw was that whoever drafts him, he wants like half ownership of the team, which – Come on, dude. Yeah, yeah, dude. I'm out on that. I'd trade. Yeah. I'd trade for Brock Purdy. <laughs> I mean, shout out! I, shout I, out! I, Iowa State. Full circle here. Yeah, it's crazy. Iowa uh, State second in the Big Twelve. That's ridiculous. It's wild. Um. All right. Go see Greg LB's Meat Market, 2008 University Avenue. Get your uh, go ahead and get it taken care of this week. Get everything you need, throw it in the freezer, stock up for Vandy and A and M. Um, tell the folks what you got on deck this week for plate lunches and what's uh what's new in the uh you know behind the glass this week. Uh, so Thursday and Friday we always do the plate lunch. Uh, so this week we'll have uh, probably going to do chicken bacon ranch on Thursday. Uh, definitely going to do smoky bacon burger on Thursday and Friday. Um, I will make some mac and cheese on Friday. So you can get a Philly cheese steak and mac and cheese uh combo for 10 bucks. That sounds really good. Ooh. Um I've got to make some boudin. I'm uh going to Lexington on Sunday and my buddy requested boudin. So gotta make a big old batch of boudin. So mom, go get some rice if you're listening. Um <laughs> let's see um we'll get some fresh fish and she she said do not ever run out of lane trains so uh we won't run out of lane trains i actually have a new thing that that lane train kebab um so i'm going to try to get a little bit better on the veggies um so other than that uh you know a couple maybe some ribeye and some boudin and maybe some more uh maybe some uh flying pig sausage 
Um, that should be good, man. Uh, it's going to be probably low-key around here this weekend because of uh, Auburn. Uh, but maybe next – I mean, I think the next two weekends are going to be crazy. Uh, with homecoming at Vanderbilt, I think it's parents' week all, weekend also. So should be wow. a good weekend for the next, co- next couple of weeks. Okay. All right. Love it. We are uh, getting geeked up for uh, back-to-back home games, night game against Vandy. Uh, the crowds have been great this year. I know folks are excited for another night game under the lights at Vaught Hemingway. Um, we'll be back next week to preview that game against the Doors and uh, talk some more grub. Hey, got to gear up for that hot chicken talk next week, Greg. Oh, yeah, we got Nash- Nashville. That's right. All right. I, I that, think I'm going to go to KFC and get that new Nashville hot and try to get my get my ta- taste buds ready for it. Ooh, okay. All right. That is did you, going... ever, did you ever did you ever let's uh watch Mr. Chime on Instagram? I think I sent you uh one time. He does a Nashville oh. uh, he does a Nashville uh chicken uh, review. It's pretty good. Yeah, I need to check that out. Um I do remember you sending me that. Um, so I need to I need to check that out. I, I, I gotta I gotta pick my spots with hot chicken because it can get it can get out of control. As long as there are pickles on it, I'm good. Yeah, I love that. I All love right. a good pickle on there. Six o'clock ESPN Ole Miss at Auburn. Will be a good one. We both expect the Rebels to take care of business. And again, whether our predictions were right or not, just get a dub. That's all we need. So, all right, that is going to do it for Red and Blue Smoke. Shout out to Greg for joining us as always. And shout out to you, the listener, for tuning in and the sponsors that bring this one to you. Until next week, we out. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.